This is the day that the Lord has made. I rejoice and be glad in it. Today's Bible reading is taken from the book of Mark chapter 4 from verse 1 to verse 34. Praise the Lord. Oh my God, I just read this um, portion of the Bible this morning and it's so heavy. It's so heavy. It has a lot of weight. Praise the Lord. And it starts with the parable of the sower and the soils. The sower and the soils. Now because I've read this already, I'm just going to paraphrase and just try to, you know, speak on what I feel, you know, the Spirit of God is saying to me regarding this um, portion of the Bible. Um, it's so it's so heavy, like I said, it's so weighty. If you have a read through um, the verses of this portion from 1 to 34, it talks about a sower who went out to sow seeds. And as it was going, some seeds fell on the road. Now this seeds fell on different parts of the of the ground of the of the ground right of the earth some fell on the road some fell on the rocks you know and some fell among thorns and some fell in the good soil different kinds of you know ground that we have and so it talks about the seed that fell by the roadside. The birds came and they ate it up. Because they fell on the roadside, there was no form of covering. There was nothing to protect those seeds that fell on the roadside. And so it was easy for the birds to eat them up when they came. When they came. And that also happened to those seeds. Now he says that some fell on rocks and there was not much soil either and immediately a plant sprang up because the soil had no depth. There was soil on the ground but it didn't have depth. It wasn't much. It was a rocky ground. And so when the sun came, when the scorching sun came out, it dried it up and it withered away. Praise the Lord. And then some seeds fell among thorns. You know, we know what thorns are. Those um, plants that have, you know, spikes, spiky, spiky ends. And then the thorns came and they choked. And the seeds yielded no grain. And then some other seed fell on good soil. And because it fell on good soil, the Bible says they increased, they yielded a crop and produced fruits 36 and 100 times as much as was sown. 
praise the Lord. And then he says, He who has ears, let them hear, and heed to my words. Praise the Lord. Now, you know, there's so many intrigue, like I said from the beginning, this, this, um, the portion of this Bible is really, really very heavy, and you need to have, you need to be spiritually, um, inclined, you need to be spiritually, um, mature to get the mystery, to see the mysteries in this, in this word, in the word of God, generally. Now, the Bible says in, in verse 10, it says, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, as soon as he was alone, those who were around him, together with the 12 disciples, began asking him about the interpretation of the parables. Praise the Lord. Listen to his response. He says, he said to them, the mystery of the kingdom of God has been given to you who have teachable hearts, but those who are outside, the unbelievers and the spiritually blind, get everything in parables. Praise the Lord. God would only reveal the mysteries the mysteries the mysteries of the kingdom of God to his children to those who have teachable hearts to those who have come to to to, to surrendering their lives to him to those who have come to the realization that Jesus is the son of God to those who have made him the Lord and master of their lives to those ones he will reveal the mystery of the kingdom of God that's what he says in verse 11 and then to buttress it he says in verse 12 he says so that they they now meaning those that are outside, the unbelievers, the those who are spiritually blind. They will continually look but not see. They will continually hear but not understand. Otherwise, they might turn from their rejection of the truth and be forgiven. It's a ter terrible thing to be in that place. It's a terrible thing to be in a position where you're looking, but you cannot see. There's a difference between look and see. You can be looking at something. You're looking, but you can't see. Deep. You can hear something. You can hear something. You can hear something but not grasp, not understand. You're hearing it, you're hearing the sound, you're hearing the words, but you're not understanding it. Praise the Lord. So there's a difference between hearing and understanding. There's a difference between looking and seeing. Praise the name of the Lord. And Christ says here, Jesus says here, that the mystery of these things have been revealed 
to the children of God. How wonderful, how wonderful it is. How wonderful it is. How wonderful it is to be called a child of God. Because the mystery of the kingdom of heaven has been released to you. Praise the name of the Lord. And then he went on to explain to explain to the disciples the meaning of the parable we find that you know in the in the new testament jesus really talked spoke a lot in parables and parables because it's not there i was talking i was there was something i was uh, doing the other day and I, it just dropped in my mind in my spirit that you know um not everything not everything is for everybody there's some things that God speaks to you. As a matter of fact, he was talking to me, you know, the other day. And it says, um, do not give out from what you have. I'm going to, I'm, going to, I'm still going to talk about that on a late, later date. But he was trying to talk, tell, it was telling me about giving out, you know, reserving. Reserving for yourself and giving from your overflow reserving for yourself what is yours there are things that God has given you that is not meant for the general public it's not everything you hear that you just go and dish out that is why you don't talk and say thus says the Lord when he has not asked you to say it's not everything that God deposits in your heart that you dish out for everybody some things are for you to keep you give from your overflow you give from your overflow not from the one that is meant for you because if you keep giving from the one that is meant for you then you will be empty you have nothing to give because you have given it given it all away you give from your overflow while you reserve your part but I'll talk talk on that on a later date praise the Lord so he talks about he explains the parable of the sower and the soils and i'll quickly read that it says the sower sows the word of god the good news regarding the way of salvation i made a note of that the word of god the good news regarding the way of salvation this is the mandate of every christian If you're a preacher, you're a teacher, you're a minister, you're a God, child of God doing God's work in one form or the other, your 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 end result, your target, your mission, your purpose is to spread the good news regarding the way of salvation. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. As a matter of fact, this verse 14 alone can be a sermon the good news regarding the way of the Lord Christ says I am the way the truth and the life no man comes to me except I draw him he is the way he is the truth he is the life so when you go about preaching or pulling down other people's ministries that is not your mandate 
that is not your calling. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You are supposed to be spreading the good news of the Lord regarding the way of salvation. When they find the way, when you go about doing prosperity preaching, that's not really your, your mandate. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. Because if you find Christ, if your congregation or the people you're talking to find Christ, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. When you find Christ, prosperity comes. When you find Christ, riches comes, wealth comes, health comes, promotion comes. Everything you're looking for comes because it's right there in the word. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be given unto you. And that's where a lot of people miss it. Even some preachers miss it too. But we're not here to pull down any ministry or talk about any, any ministry. We're here to dissect the word of God. That's what it says in verse 14. He says, sow the word of God. The sower sows the word of God, the good news regarding the salvation. If you jump to verse 20, it says the same thing. He says, oh, I'm going to read part B of that. And, the, and they hear the word of God. Again, the good news regarding the way of salvation. If it was not important, the Bible would not be saying it over and over again. It would not, the, the Bible would not repeat it again. It's to butcher everything God does, God does with a purpose. You know, I've come to understand that everything God does is not a God of a coincidence. Oh, okay, maybe it just happened like that. Nothing just happens. In the realm of the spirit, nothing just happens. That is why when you take a word of God, you have to look at it word for word. Every single word. When he said to Moses, speak to the speak to the rock. Speak, speak to the rock and it would bring forth water. And the people will see. Moses went and he dropped the rod. You know, you, you one could have said, oh, okay, yeah, I mean, as, a matter, as long as he was there, you know, to speak to strike the rod or just you know he was there is you know but no when God says speak speak when God says strike strike when God says jump jump when he says run run don't walk when he says walk walk don't run everything God says he says with a purpose there's nothing that is just a coincidence in the realm of the spirit. And so when we dissect, when we read the word of God, when we study the word of God, we have to pay attention, pay close attention to every line, every verse. He said, this book of mine, you will not, thou shalt not add to it, thou shalt not take away from it. Don't add to it, don't take away from it. Praise the Lord. And that's why it's a mystery. Only the Spirit of God can open your eyes to see it. 
Open your ears to hear it. Praise the Lord. So it says, the sower, I'm going back to verse 14, the sower sows the word of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation. So take, bear in mind that when you go out to spread the word of God, when you want to talk to someone about Jesus, your, your purpose, your vision, your intention should be to spread the good news regarding the way of salvation. What is the way of salvation? Jesus. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way of salvation. When when they when people find Christ, when people find Jesus and find the way, then every other thing that they're looking for, that their heart is longing for, will come to them. That's how it works. Praise the name of the Lord. And so I'll go on in verse 15. It says, These first, um, these in the first group are the ones along the road where the word is sown. But when they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. So those are the ones that fell by the roadside. By the roadside because I mean it's, it's open it's, there's no covering you, you hear the word or they hear the word and then because there's no covering there's nothing there's no insights there's no understanding they just hear the word and then it just goes that's it Satan comes takes it away and that's it that's the end of it praise the Lord and then it's in verse 16 it says in a similar way these are that's the ones that fall on the on the rock yeah in a similar way, in the in the second group are the ones who, on whom the seed was sown on the rocky ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy, but accept it only superficially. They accept the word. They hear the word. The word of God says, "I am rich and not poor. I am victorious. I'm the head and not the tail." And they're excited. Yes, come on, yeah, Pastor, come on. Yes, praise the Lord. I receive it. I receive it and just before they get to the the exit of the church it's all gone all that faith all that hyping is gone out the roof praise the Lord it says who when they hear the word immediately receive with joy but accept it only superficially and they have no real root in themselves so they endure only for a little while then when trouble or persecution comes because of the word is a lot that's another pointer there that's another pointer right there when persecution comes because of the word they are they immediately are offended and displeased at being associated with me and stumble and fall away praise the name of the lord this this group of people is it's it's very critical to look at this because um this was here the word and because they have no real root in them they only endure for a while offenses come and then um praise the lord i just remembered um what happened in service one of the there was a skit that um, the women played in church on sunday and you know it was it was very it was it hit home yeah 
you know, because you go to church and then, you know, people will offend you. Even in your household, people will offend you. Your spouse will offend you. Your children will offend you. Offenses come. But, you know, how grounded are you? How rooted are you when offenses come? Praise the Lord. So this one's, they sway very easily. They sway very easily. They stumble, the Bible says, when persecution comes. Okay, it says here, because of the word. Praise the Lord. What that means is that when you receive the word, just like when you're a newly converted Christian, right? You, 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 you become born again newly. You become an attack. You become, you become, um, you become a target. Sorry, you become a target for the enemy. They want to test your face. They want to see how grounded you are. So if you're not very grounded, very rooted, you're not strong. It's very easy to sway. Very easy to fall and go back. Praise the Lord. So persecution will come because of the word. Sometimes. Right, you, you, God speaks a word to you. God speaks a word to you, and you receive it by faith. You believe it. You receive it. You're happy, right? The devil comes to test that faith. He comes. To, oh, you think you have faith? You think you have received this word? You think okay, you're trusting God. Okay, let's see how much you trust God. And something happens. Something happens. And oh my God, oh God, I trusted you. What? Why? Why did this? Why did you make this happen to me? I've heard a lot of people say, "Why me, Lord? Why me? Why? Or oh, where was your God? Where was your God when this was happening to me?" You're not rooted. You're not firmly rooted. Praise the Lord. And that's what exactly what the Bible is saying. Because persecutions will come, offenses will come, offenses will come because you are a child of God. The life of a Christian is a life of of being on guard. You have to be on guard. You have to be spiritually mature. You have to be spiritually awake. So when you see offenses, when things happen, you know you've received a word recently. You've received a word concerning something that you're trusting God for. And then, you know, offenses, an offense comes through someone. Someone speaks to you in a way that you do not like. Or something just happens. Persecution comes or there's, you know, a, a sickness or something just comes along. Just smile because you know that that persecution is testing your faith. That offense is testing your faith. It's testing you. Let me see if you really believe what you say you believe. Praise the Lord. That's what it is. That's what it is. Offenses will come. And these ones, you know, they fall away. They stumble and they fall. And then in verse 18 it says, And the others are the ones on whom the seed was sown among the thorns. These ones have heard the word. But the worries and the cares of the world the distractions of this age with its worldly pleasures and the deceitfulness and the false security or glamour of wealth or fame and the passionate desires for all the other things creep in and choke out the word and it becomes unfruitful. So this one's right. They hear the word. They accept the word. They're closer to... Um, being roots, being, being, being firmly rooted. They're very close to it. 
they accept it, they know the word, they're not easily swayed, so they know the word, they apply it, they're not easily offended, they know that offenses come to attack the word they have received, but you know, they're grounded, they try to stay grounded. But, distraction comes. Distraction comes. Pleasures. Pleasures. Worldly, worldly pleasures. Deceitfulness. The grass is going on the other side. All the glitters is not gold. Have you noticed? Have you noticed how the world sparkles? I don't know how, I don't know how, I'm, I'm not sure how to explain that, but in my, in my mind's eyes, you go look at the, you go to a beauty supply store, or you go to where they sell um, hair pieces, or you go to the store, you go outside to town, right? To the mall, you know, and you just have a look around. Everything is sparkling. Everything is shining, looking good. They're screaming at you, come spend your money. Come grab me, come spend your money, right? Come spend your money right here, I'm here. They're smiling. The goods are smiling at you, waving at you. Over here, spend your dollars here. Spend your pounds here, I'm right here. Everything is glittering and calling on you to come over. Now these ones allow the pleasure. I'm not saying don't buy stuff. I like to look good. I like to smell good. I like to you know, take care of myself. But he says here, false security or glamour. It becomes a problem when you become to feel, when you begin to feel secure in your possessions. When you begin to feel secure in your wealth. When you begin to feel secure in your glamour, in your fame. Because all these, all these things are what? Vanity. That's what the Bible says. It's all vanity. It doesn't hold any any water. They're all just flashy. Just you know, a facade. There's no root in it. And so, you know, these ones get easily carried away with the cares of this world, the worries of this world. Oh my god. Oh, I want to go to church, but I have this bill to pay. I have to go to work. Oh, I want to serve God, but uh, I, I can't. I, I don't like people seeing me carrying the Bible. I want to do this for God, but uh, oh my God, it's so inconvenient. And it's eight o'clock. My bedtime is eight o'clock. You know, so the cares and the worries of this world and the flashy things of this world blow that word, that vision, that desire for them to be in the presence of God. You know, praise the Lord. That desire for them to, oh, I want to serve God. I want to do this for God. But oh my God, oh, I just have to have my beauty sleep. Oh, I'm going to the gym. Oh, I'm going to all those things. They're not bad to do. It's good for you to go to the gym and keep fit and do your, you know, do whatever you need to do. Because even though we're we're not of this world. But we're still in the world. So we have to keep our physical appearances and still, you know, keep them okay and just be good. Right? However, when you begin to put those things above the word of God, when you begin to make those things your little idols, when you begin to make those things as little gods and put them before God, before 
you know, the purpose of God, the will of God, and the things of God, then you're not firmly rooted. You're not grounded. You're like those planted among thorns. And that's what the Bible calls thorns. They just come and grab, they distract you, they wear you out, they wear you down, they tear you apart, they distract you. You go to parties, you go to clubs, when you should go in for night vigil, you just, oh, I'm young, let me enjoy myself. Oh my God, what, you know? Like churches for the old people. Who told you that? Who told you that? Praise the Lord. So that's what it says here. It says, all the pleasures and everything of this world, they come in, they creep in, and they choke out the word. And they become unfruitful so you wonder why you see Christians who go to church and they carry the Bible and they're fired around and all those things but there's no fruit they bear no fruits because the Word of God has not been fully grounded in them they're not fully grounded as it should be and so they bear no fruits praise the Lord and then there's a last set of people and these ones are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil and they hear the word of God the good news regarding that's what he said that again they hear the word of God the good news regarding the way of salvation and accept it and they bear fruits 30 60 and a hundred times as much as was sown praise the Lord praise the Lord and if to buttress that further he went on in verse 21 to say a lamp is not brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed, is it? Is it not brought in to be put on the lampstand? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything be kept, been kept secret, but that it would come to light. That is, things are hidden only temporarily until the appropriate time comes for them to be known. Praise the Lord. So those that fall on the good soil are well grounded. They don't get distracted. They don't get depressed. They don't get, um, they don't take offenses. You know, they rise above that. They rise above challenges. They rise above offenses. They rise above worldly pleasures. They rise above inconveniences. They rise above limitations. They hold on to the word of God even until death. Praise the Lord. That is the life of a Christian. That is the life of a Christian set to make heaven. You rise above that. You rise above that. You hold on to the word of God until you see it come to pass in your life. I did a podcast recently where I talked about wait, uh, you know, asking and staying there. You know, you don't just come, you ask one thing. Oh, the word says, okay, um, ask and it shall be given unto you. And then you make a request and that's the one time you say it and that's it. It says, keep asking until you get it. Keep believing until you get it. Praise the Lord. When the Lord sent, um, when the Lord sent, sent answer prayers to Daniel, his angel was held back until God sent another angel to, you know, to rescue him, to make, you know, um, help the angel and then come, come deliver his goods, his blessings to him. Praise the Lord. So that's what it is. You stay there. You stay there in spite of your situation. In spite of what you see, you stay there. Stay there until you see the manifestation 
of you know answer prayers come to pass in your life praise the lord hallelujah so this really speaks to me this morning it really really speaks volumes to me this morning and it goes on to say you know um he who has ears let them hear pay attention to what you hear by the, by the and it says by your own standard of measurement that is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom it will be measured to you this is another great pointer here you know i'm going to be using these for you know for a long time to really try to encourage and motivate you praise the lord it says by your own standard of measurement that is to the extent that you study spiritual truth and apply godly wisdom it will be given to you and you'll be given even greater ability to respond praise the lord you know and more will be given to you so the more time you spend with god the more he gives you understanding you know, sometimes people say to me, oh, how do you hear God? How do you know it's God speaking? How do you hear God speak? My question to you is how, how much time do you spend in the presence of God? How much time do you spend studying the word? How much time do you just spend just sitting down and just reflecting and waiting for a word to drop? You gotta spend time. My sheep know my voice because they spend time. You gotta spend time in his presence. There's no way you can recognize his voice if you don't spend time in his presence. And God will speak to you. God speaks to his children. It's his desire to speak to you. But you don't have the time. You don't spend time in his presence. And so you don't know his voice. Even when he speaks, you cannot recognize his voice because you don't know his voice. Praise the Lord. So this is really deep, like I said from the start. So I'm gonna be, um, we just stopped here at, um, we just, Break it down to verse 24. We're going to take it on by God's grace. Another, another recording. You know, just go all the way. Talk about the parable of the seed. It says, you know, the kingdom of God is like a man who throws seed on the ground. You know, at night. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, so let's spend time. Let's spend time um, reflecting on these words that we have heard today. God is willing and ready, available, and waiting to show you the mysteries of the kingdom of God. If only you will be make yourself available. If you make yourself teachable, teachable, He shows the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven to those that have a teachable heart. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, our Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for your word, because the entrance of your word always brings life, light, and understanding. Thank you, because this morning again you have spoken to us, Lord, on what we should be preaching to others and what message we should be, you know, talking on the good news of the Lord, the way of salvation making Christ a focus of our ministry teaching us that the good news regarding the way of salvation is our goal is our purpose is our is our mandate that's our topic thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Jesus help us to always remember this oh God help us oh God not to be afraid to preach the word help us not to be afraid to bring the good news 
regarding the way of salvation to your children, to the world at large, God, that all men will give their lives to you and surrender to your Lordship in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And as we do this, Father, we pray that you continue to speak to us and embolden us, O God, and grace us, empower us, and plant us, O God, Father. Let us be planted deeply like the seeds that fell on the good soil in the name of Jesus, Father, that we begin to bear fruit, O God. We begin to bear fruit, O God, in their hundreds and their thousands and their millions in the name of Jesus Christ, and let these fruits abide in Jesus' mighty name. As we set out today, Father, Lord, shield us in the blood of Jesus. Hide us behind the cross, O God. Take every evil, O God, every wickedness out of our way, O God. Give your angels charge concerning us in all that we do. Let them continue to bear us up in their hands so that we do not dash our foot against the stone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Glory and honor be given to you in Jesus' mighty name. So, child of God, go out and have a fantastic day and do not forget to spread the good news regarding the way of salvation. Jesus is Lord. Have a great day. Bye-bye.